After Vader's loss in his second rematch against Obi-Wan Kenobi, what did he do? Well, the answer might actually surprise you. Not only did Vader continue butchering rebel factions around the galaxy, but he beheaded a gigantic kaiju and also transformed a dark Jedi into a ghost, just to name a few. Today we're going to take a look at Vader's life after Kenobi and go through each major event until the year 0 ABY, which is A New Hope, when he tracked down Princess Leia in the opening of Episode 4. The hunt for Kenobi wasn't over, but in the aftermath of his second rematch against his former master, Darth Vader set his sights on other prizes. And five years before the First Battle of Yavin, Vader ordered the Grand Inquisitor to track down a new group of Jedi, which Emperor Palpatine had identified as their newest threat. Although Vader wasn't heavily involved in the hunt for Ezra Bridger and Kanan Jarrus, his orders came with fatal consequences. During the brief mission, the Grand Inquisitor met his death when he fell into the Sovereign's reactor. This leads us to the Grand Inquisitor's death, the Phantom. Now that wasn't the end. Using the mysteries of the dark side of the Force, Darth Vader harnessed the Grand Inquisitor's spirit and transformed him into a Phantom. Using the state of his body at death as a basis for his new ghost form, The Grand Inquisitor's spirit was constantly engulfed in red-hot flames. Vader condemned the spirit to a distant Jedi outpost on a planet named Tempest, where the Inquisitor could kill any wayward Jedi who stopped by for shelter. Now, this is obviously kind of weird, because, well, Sith can't really become Force Ghosts. They can merely just be stuck to an object or a tomb. But for them to go ahead and, like, kill other Jedi is kind of not really heard of. So I was always really surprised when they brought that into canon and they had Luke fight him. But anyways, it's kind of cool. After the Grand Inquisitor's failure, the galaxy's rebel factions became bolder and bolder. The Spectres, a group of rebels who hosted the two Jedi in their crew, continued to draw the Sith Lord's anger. In order to hunt them down, Darth Vader decided to use their own rebel tactics against them. Vader called a meeting on the distant world of Lothal and threatened the lives of one influential minister in attendance. Knowing that she would trade Imperial classified information to the rebels in exchange for protection, Vader allowed her to leave the meeting and follow through with her betrayal, and in the end, Vader's plan went off without a hitch. The rebels accepted the minister's deal, came to Lothal, and took off on a shuttle with the minister, after which a secret bomb that Vader had stored upon the ship exploded, killing everyone on board. But Vader didn't stop there. He smartly blamed the death of the minister on the rebels. Then he barred all space-bound ships from departing, enacting a quarantine around the planet. With every passing moment, the natives of Lothal questioned more and more why they should suffer. After all, they didn't do anything wrong. Why should they be forced to endure Vader's harsh lockdown? Hoping that the plummeting support amongst the natives would urge the rebels to move faster, Vader prepared another trap. In order to escape, the lingering rebels would need a ship. So, he placed a shuttle right where he knew the Spectres could find it. When the Rebels finally arrived, Vader got the chance to ignite his crimson lightsaber and challenge both Kanan and Ezra in a duel. And in the end, Vader met the same fate he always did. He kinda sorta lost, but in a badass way. Instead of killing the Jedi and the Rebels when he had the chance, Vader enjoyed watching them flail as they barely deflected his blows. Eventually, the Rebels were able to bury Vader under tons of ATST debris, which distracted him long enough for them to get away aboard the shuttle. Even though they won the ship, the Spectres could never really run away. Vader had placed a tracking beacon on board, and when the ship broadcast its new location, alongside the hidden rebel feet, the Sith Lord decided it was time to act. 
With his TIE advanced, Vader pursued the Spectres to their last known coordinates and decimated the Rebel Phoenix Squadron. Thanks to Ahsoka, the Phoenix Squadron's command ship survived. She reached out to Darth Vader while he was piloting his TIE and managed to discover his true identity as her former master, Anakin Skywalker. And Vader, aware that someone was using the Force to reach out to him, did the same, realizing his former apprentice Ahsoka Tano was alive and well. Due to Tano's interference, Vader changed his targets as he wanted to bring the rebels on board Phoenix home into Imperial custody alive. Eager to tell Emperor Palpatine about Ahsoka Tano's reappearance, Vader got in touch with his master. It had been only a few years since the last time Vader fought against Kenobi, and the Sith Lord couldn't wait for a final rematch. Palpatine too thought there was a chance that Tano could lead them to uncover more and more Jedi in hiding throughout the galaxy. Together, they decided to dispatch more Inquisitors throughout the sector to put pressure on Tano and the Spectres. Eventually, the hunt for Ahsoka Tano brought Darth Vader to the mysterious planet of Malachor, which there, Ezra Bridger pursued an ancient Sith holocron, which Vader wanted for himself. The two dueled, and Vader nearly took the boy's life before Ahsoka Tano ignited her lightsabers and leapt in between them, and we all know what happened then. The temple's violent behavior forced Vader and Tano to fight an interrupted battle. But in the end, Vader found himself unable to land a killing blow. Now, I'm pretty sure he did actually end her, but then of course Ezra changed the flow of time by pulling her out of the portal in the world between worlds. Now, Vader managed to survive somehow, and he found his way home to Coruscant. There, the place of Imperial military operations was increasing, and a new leader had been promoted by Palpatine. The Emperor saw great promise in a Chiss strategist named Thrawn, and assigned him the lofty rank of Grand Admiral. Over the next few weeks, Thrawn and Vader would work together, but it actually wasn't their first time. During the Clone Wars, when Vader had lived as a Jedi, Anakin Skywalker had first met Thrawn, and Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Even though the Grand Admiral deduced Vader's real identity, he couldn't quite believe that Anakin and Vader were the same. Together, the Sith Lord and Thrawn investigated a disturbance in the Force, which led them to the Chiss sect of Force-powered children named Sky Walkers. These young girls, often no older than 14, were strangely Force-adept. Not only that, but these Skywalkers weren't like the type of Force-sensitive infants or toddlers that the Jedi Temple accepted. The Skywalkers actually lost their Force abilities over time, usually by their 16th or 17th birthday. The Chiss used these children to help navigate courses through the uncharted parts of the galaxy and beyond. During their time together, Vader also observed firsthand the power of Thrawn's new TIE model, the Defender. The Sith Lord was so impressed with the model that he might have even used it as his own if the opportunity presented itself. After his missions with Thrawn, only a few months remained before Vader would capture Princess Leia and force her to witness the destruction of her adopted world, Alderaan. During that time, he achieved one last incredible feat. While on the world of Sienap, Vader took on a massive monster called an Ender. Taller than most skyscrapers on Coruscant, the Ender brutally brawled with the Sith Lord, and even tried to squeeze the life out of him at one point, but Vader managed to get the upper hand and used his lightsaber to end its life. 
Over the following months, Vader continued to inflict his cruel brand of enforcement around the galaxy. Increasingly, he was bothered by an Imperial director named Krennic, whose oversight of the Death Star project continued to cause problems. In between Vader's conversations with Krennic, the Sith Lord managed to attract an unlikely stalker. A nurse working inside the medical facility on an Imperial base became infatuated with him and often spied on him when he wasn't wearing his mask. Eventually, she barged into his private quarters and confessed her love. But instead of breaking through Vader's icy exterior, the stalker received the opposite reaction when the Sith Lord plunged his lightsaber through her chest and killed her on the spot. Not long after, Vader once again found Director Krennic's failures on his to-do list. A band of rebels successfully infiltrated the planetary deflector shield on the Outer Rim world of Scarif. Then, they managed to break into the Imperial Station on the surface and steal the plans for Palpatine's secret Death Star battle station. With those plans, the rebels could discover the weak points that Galen Erso had placed within the designs. Vader nearly managed to recapture the stolen plans by himself, but the rebels managed to place them aboard the diplomatic vessel, which ferried Princess Leia Organa to the space above Tatooine. Now, obviously, there are a ton more things that happen in the comics with Afra, and of course, Legends comics as well. And of course, the books, in particular, Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader, which goes over so many different things in Legends. If you want me to do a full, extensive video on everything Vader did, including the comics in Legends and Canon, however, this video is mainly about the Canon things that happened from Rebels and a few of the various comics as well. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Have an awesome rest of your day. Until the next one, remember, the Force will be with you always.